Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris down on Bondi Beach. A little bit of a wind. I hope it doesn't affect the microphone too much for you. I'll move it a bit closer in and raise the volume. Maybe that'll help. Hey, uh, it's been a beautiful, beautiful morning here. It's rained. The sand is gorgeously wet. Uh, the ocean, there's a great swell on. People are surfing. And, uh, well, it's Saturday. Today I'd love to chat to you, if you would love to listen, about the topic of mental strength. And I'm going to attack this conversation from two different angles that have been quite refreshing for me this week. Firstly, uh, an old friend of mine used to say to me, uh, used to get really annoyed because I say, how do you feel? And they'd get really annoyed and the reason they were annoyed because they didn't really want to feel as much as I was asking them to feel in other words they weren't emotionally sensitive at the same time as I talked to my friend about this this week uh, a client said to me I don't do something because it just doesn't feel right And there is nothing more debilitating than following your feelings. Your feelings are the greatest lie you'll ever have. You feel good, you feel bad, you feel happy, you feel sad, you feel right, you feel wrong, you feel good, you feel tall, you feel short, you feel big, you feel small. These feelings are probably the most humanly vulnerable and unreliable experience of your life and so if you base what you do on a daily basis on how you feel on a daily basis you'll end up uh, self-sabotaging you'll end up going around in circles and if you do it on a yearly basis well if you're motivated by following what you feel what feels good today in six months probably won't feel good and you'll be wondering why you're doing it or why you're with this job or why you're in this relation or whatever it is so feelings are really unreliable and yet at another level they're really important because if we don't have them we become dangerous to ourselves because if we can operate without feeling something we could become a sociopath or a rather nasty human. We could be careless in our dealings with others. So this question is really an interesting one to put on the table. What do you mean when you say, how do I feel? Feel good, feel bad? Feel energized or feel not energized? Feel right, feel wrong? Uh, feel intuitive? feel guilty these feelings are well vital for life and yet if we follow them and say I'm gonna do that because it feels good I'm gonna do I'm not gonna do this because it doesn't feel right we could be on one side being intuitive on the other side we could be totally deluded by our feelings 
to trust our feelings, in other words, our intuitions, we must have a lot of mental stillness, a lot of strength. And so feelings never, ever, ever, never, ever come into the equation of mental strength. You choose your result, you choose how you want to feel, you cause yourself to feel how you want to feel. In other words, you don't, it's not random allowing the environment to dictate your feelings. You set goals, you focus, and then you deliver affirmations or self-talk to keep you in that uh, affirmative state of mind, proactive. Now, mental strength is without doubt another word, another language for uh, pain tolerance. And pain tolerance and how do I feel are again in conflict. So sorting this out, operating on feelings versus not operating on feelings, sorting this out becomes crucial to leadership and to performance. And if we don't sort it out, our performance will be at best sporadic and at worst unreliable. So we're left with this debate, aren't we? We're left with this debate. What is a feeling? What is the importance of a feeling? And how are we going to function in the world without uh, being led by our feelings, but yet not, uh, not denying them so that we become uh, a brick? We feel love. We feel happy. We feel excited. We feel enthusiastic. And that in some ways makes us a human. But everything that makes us happy makes us sad. Everything that makes us excited makes us unexcited. Everything we're attracted to repels us eventually. And so those feelings are, as I said, uh, unreliable. When we talk about working on ourselves, we are basically saying, I'm working on my feelings. And are we saying, uh, I, I, I'm working to become sensitive to my feelings? Are we saying we're working to become aware of my feelings? Or are we saying we're coming, work on ourselves to generate our feelings? How does it work? I would go so far as to say this. I wouldn't work in a company with people who aren't working on, with, on themselves. I wouldn't work in a team with anybody in it who's not working on themselves. Because a person who's not working on themselves is working out of ego. 
and that person's a danger to themselves and the team and to you if you're listening to this you're working on yourself you're asking good questions you're exploring things you're trying to work things out you're developing questions and challenging yourself and this conversation today about feelings uh, the, this this whole process is such a rich and rewarding part of living in life that to work with someone who doesn't do it uh, and isn't let's say open to the multiple ways this can be done uh, to work with someone who doesn't believe in working on yourself is really is really a nightmare working on yourself turns you into a, 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 a really unique form of human being where feelings are question mark feelings are question mark intuitions emotions environmental thoughts or sensory perceptions uh, getting a back rub feels good it's a sensory perception looking at the sun uh, rise this morning and the beautiful clouds here in Bondi today feels great the wind that's warm from the north this morning feels and the rain that's coming that's here with us feels great so these feelings in a way dictate what we might define as the motives the pleasures the the the, the, the enjoyments but the fact that I'm down on the beach, the fact that I went to the beach on a Saturday morning at 6am when I could have slept in, cannot be based on how I feel. Otherwise, I wouldn't go down the beach if I did what feels great when I'm in bed, would have been stay in bed. So you can see how following my feelings can corrupt me, but enjoying my feelings can reward me. Feelings, when they're applied to the future, are corrupt. But feelings, when they're applied to the present, especially if you know how to manage them, are stimulating, energizing. So this conversation is something that you really need to have with your coach it's a conversation about when do I listen and when do I not listen when do I how do I define what is a feeling that's healthy and when do I define that I've actually become a narcissist and live a hundred percent out of my feelings and therefore in the moment and therefore going around in circles staying in bed when I needed to get out staying true to my purpose Staying with mental strength, holding my space and not becoming a nightmare to those around me who I show little regard for by following my own feelings. I wouldn't work in any company, with any team, with people who don't work on themselves. Would you?